Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. It was a frigid night in Minnesota for the U.S. men's national team's game against Honduras. Our resident Minnesotan Jeff Reuter was at the game and is here to talk about what it was like and how the results could shape the Athletics' U.S. men's national team fan confidence index. I'm Alex Abnos from The Athletic, and this is Soccer Every Day, an early version for Thursday, February 3rd. Before we get to Jeff Reuter, here is your TV guide for today. As usual, all times are Eastern. The FIFA Club World Cup starts today with Al Jazeera versus AS Pire on Fox Sports 2 at 11.30 a.m. Al Jazeera are there as the host nation representative. The tournament is in the United Arab Emirates, and Al Jazeera won the league championship in the UAE most recently. Their opponents, AS Pire, are kind of an interesting situation because they were just nominated by the Oceania Confederation. The 2021 Oceania Champions League was canceled due to the pandemic. Usually the winners of that competition would have gone on to the Club World Cup. But since they didn't hold that competition this year, the OFC just nominated Auckland City, a very successful uh, New Zealand club. However, Auckland City declined to go because of New Zealand border restrictions and all the complications there. So here we have A.S. Pire, the champions of Tahiti, playing against the champions of the UAE. Don't you just love soccer that it provides us with matchups like this? A.S. Pire, both Jonathan Tehau as a defender, you may remember him or at least his name, from the 2013 Confederations Cup, where he scored against Nigeria for the Tahiti national team. If you don't remember that, well... I don't know, you should go look it up. It was a fun moment, even though they lost that game by a lot of goals. Uh, if you're desperate to see Jonathan Tehau or in action again or desperate to see what the champions of Tahiti look like, this is the game for you. Once again, that's at 11.30 a.m. on Fox Sports 2, and it's the FIFA Club World Cup. So it's not a nothing game. It's kind of a big deal. Uh, but in addition to that game, there are also two games in the Spanish Copa del Rey, which is now in the quarterfinal stage. At 2 p.m., we have Real Sociedad versus Real Batiste. And at two, at sorry, at 3.30 p.m., 
We have Athletic Bilbao against Real Madrid. Both of those games are on ESPN+. And then, of course, the other Africa Cup of Nations semifinal. The winner will go on to face Senegal in the final. It's Cameroon versus Egypt. It's a big matchup. It's at 2 p.m. on BN Sports. I think either team would be a great matchup for Senegal in the final. And I think this game will probably be a really, really good one. All right. With that said, let's send it over to Jeff. Okay, directly from beautiful, balmy Minnesota, I have Jeff Reuter with me. Jeff, you just got back home uh, from Allianz Field, where the United States defeated Honduras 3-0 in a World Cup qualifier in... Uh, I don't know if this was officially announced. I don't know if it needed to be officially announced. Uh, the coldest game uh, ever played. Uh, maybe ever, but at least of the U.S. Uh, men's national team program. And I would, I would assume the women too. Um, Jeff, you <laughs> were in the unfortunate position of uh, being in the outdoor auxiliary press box while our athletic colleagues, Sam and Paul, were in the indoor or I, I guess more indoor area. So you had an experience, I think, that was probably closer to what the st- standard fan must have had to go through to watch this game. What was it like? <laughs> Uh, I envied fans for two reasons. One, they could get up and move about um, if they wanted to or stand and sit, right? Ebb and flow as you celebrate. Celebrating also warms you up, I would imagine. So yeah. uh, I couldn't do that, of course. <laughs> I'm in the media. So uh, frustrated about that. Two, uh, they had alcoholic beverages. Mm. Uh, in I hear those cases. help. Yes. And I've heard those help. And I was sober. Um, Mm -hmm. so first half was the half of Earl Grey tea. The second half was hot chocolate. Um, but yeah, it was, um, not ideal. Uh, I'm going to, so listen, I'm Minnesotan. So I'm also going to be trying to use not harsh words. It was ridiculous. How's this? It was absolutely ridiculous to have. I mean, it was probably about a dozen media members at the start. Um, they had seats for about 24 five that were name placed and over half of them didn't show up. So I think that once they figured out that they were going to be outdoor seats, maybe if they were local media, they decided they were just covered from inside or whatever the case was, but yeah, um, yeah. a lot of empty seats. So uh, better spacing, I will say um, <laughs> there were a couple of overhead heaters um, that were spaced out every four or five seats. And I was in the middle between two of them just far enough where neither was really reaching me. Um, in my assigned seat, uh, it's impossible to type with gloves on. And so no matter how much I tried with like kind of my thin gloves, uh, that are supposedly those, you know, that you can text on your phone. You can't actually text on your phone and those no one ever can. Um, you also can't type on a keyboard because they have rounded ends. And so you hit two or three keys a time. And, um, I mean, look, I, I feel like I'm on Festivus right now, but like, I just, there, I have a lot of grievances. About. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about this? Let's, let's, let's take this more, not, you know, maybe a slightly different direction, just because I think that there are a lot of people out there that have not been to that part of the country, have not been to a place where it does get that cold. I know a little bit about it because I've, I've gone to to Fargo actually in the past. I was in Fargo when it was like negative 30. And I understand that Mm -hmm. there's a certain it's that kind of cold is just different. So can you explain or how would you describe what it's like to be outside in 
when it gets when the temperature gets to something like negative 15 negative 20 as a native minnesotan you know this surely isn't the first time you've you've experienced it well i mean it's not the first time i've experienced it but i think it's the first time i've experienced sitting stationary for two hours in it sure um i i think generally this time of year minnesotans know your errands you're trying to put together two or three errands in the same trip so you're not having to leave your house multiple times you're not really scheduling outdoor get-togethers with friends and family unless it's above 15 degrees. Um, you, you really do have to stay inside. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the, yeah. the conventional wisdom is you're staying inside. You're not really sledding. I mean, yes, you can ski, but at that point, I guess you're moving. Um, it's just, it is a, it envelops you, the cold. It really, um, uh, I mean, it just, it, it takes over. And I think at a certain point around the 60th minute, you know this as well, because you ultimately had to finish the live blog for me because I just <laughs> couldn't type um, because my hands were so cold. And, and I think part of it is um, survival instincts, like basic human primate mammal instincts kick in. And you are saying, I'm very cold and my brain stops working and my fingers stop working. Um, and I'm grabbing hand warmers because they had just, a, you know, just the, the very basic, like small hand warmers, but they weren't activating, um, <laughs> no matter how much I tried. Okay. Uh, and, and so I just had to have hands in pockets, uh, at that point, but, um, it is very, very cold where at a certain point, mentally, you just say, you know what, this is ridiculous. This is crazy, but let's make the best of it. Again, what are we, what are we drinking? What are we wearing? How much are we moving around? All of these sorts of things will help. But when you're a media member, all of these things are out of, out of play. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a very special type of cold. It's not a breeze. The, the Allianz field does well to actually keep wind out of the stadium with its um, kind of a, uh, polyester mesh outer lining yeah uh, and so in that sense the architecture really came through and so credit to to populace the the architect and the designers in minnesota united for that part of the design um but it's still it's um yeah. it, it really is like you're walking into I, I keep i'm sorry i keep using alcohol references but just because i watched so many people get to drink and warm up that way and i didn't uh, it's like you're walking into the beer cave and you just kind of like stay there like if you worked at a liquor store and you had to stock the beer cave for 30 minutes. Like you kind of know what this feels like. Um, it's, uh, it's ridiculous. It truly, truly was a ridiculous experience. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Well, in addition uh, to the weather, there was also a soccer game that happened that was of some importance. Uh, and you, of course, watched this game along with everybody else. Um and you have a post up on The Athletic right now, sort of a standard feature that, that we've been doing after some of these international windows, uh, the U.S. Men's National Team Fan Confidence Index, because we all know that uh, the confidence in this team has uh, wavered 
uh, is maybe too kind of a word. Gone uh, very, very violently <laughs> up and down, <laughs> depending on the game, depending on who said what about what, depending on the choice to play which games where, maybe. Um, yeah. And of course, all of these depending on results. Now, the uh, latest edition is linked in the description for this very episode. So anybody that's interested in filling it out and making your voice heard can do that. But Jeff, what sort of uh, results did we see from the last confidence index? I should explain that this goes kind of position by position. So, you know, readers can rank their confidence in each position group, goalkeepers, defenders, midfielders, forwards, etc. Um, where did we leave off with the confidence index? And what do you think the results of these past three games uh, will do uh, to those results? Yeah, I, I think that, I mean, a couple things. So it, it's worth keeping in mind in November, there were two games, um, Mexico and Jamaica. So there's a win and a draw. And so um, when, when there are happy times, people are less inclined to, to click links and fill out how they feel about position groups. If it's, if I'm just going to be right. So it's a one to five scale on every position group. And if you're like, okay, I'm just going to be throwing out, filling out threes and fours across the board. Usually people skip that people won't vote in that case. Um, and, and so what you saw, I mean, goalkeeper position has always been extremely high. Fullbacks has been extremely high. Center backs have been low. Um, midfield defensive midfield. There've been some kind of ebbs and flows there. And then striker of course is, um, how many goals did Ricardo Pepe score a goal that window? <laughs> sure. Yes or no. Um, so, and then the head coach as well, if I remember right, uh, after the October window when qualification still didn't look like a cinch, Greg Berhalter had a 40% in the confidence index. And in November after beating Mexico, Dos Acero and tying in Jamaica, it was uh 58%. So I think after this window, it's going to be much closer to what it was in October for him. I think that the way in which the United States lost to Canada deserves a tremendous amount of scrutiny. Um, just applauding kind of complete. It was almost like they were afraid of the box. <laughs> they were afraid <laughs> to attack. It's like they were Brad Pitt in seven. They just really didn't want to go into the box. And so there was that. There was also... Um, the, the venue selection to, to play at Allianz Field at, at the time and how much of that looked to have had his fingerprints on it. I think that that's going to be a point of consternation. Um, the 1-0 win over El Salvador also wasn't necessarily inspiring. Um, and so I think it'll be a, a difficult one for him. I think it'll be a difficult one for the strikers. I think that the wingers were kind of a mixed bag. This was probably the worst window for wingers that I can remember in this qualification cycle of the four. Um, the, the midfield looked very good. Uh, the, the fullbacks, left back, I think that Jedi is going to be able to get the left back ranking pretty high on his own because he's the only one in the pool in this window. But, um, you know, right backs, it, it wasn't quite as strong of a, a camp for Serginio and uh, Reggie Cannon. And, and center backs, I think, will look pretty good. Goalkeepers, I'll be very interested to see how much uh, flack Matt Turner gets for the the distribution in Canada, uh, which got him in trouble a couple of times, as well as, uh, I mean, a complete lack of inactivity of any goalkeeping kind uh, against Honduras, although he did keep plenty active. I was going to say, uh, what are you talking about? He was jogging all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually, that was, that was probably one of the highlights of being able to watch it from my vantage point, because it was in the second half, I was on his side. And so I was able to get a video of him doing his run back and forth and back and forth. And of course, he's, he's celebrating, um, you know, like you think about like the great goalkeeper celebrations like Oliver Kahn in the Champions League. You think about Joe Hart 
um, winning the Premier League title. You think about right, like just going crazy and and running and running. But he's doing that even more demonstratively in this game every time they score because it's a chance for him to actually move around and run around. And he was going to the sidelines anytime he could to put a blanket on and. Um, anytime he actually got to touch the ball, all the fans behind him were going crazy. And, um, you know, at one point they, they just kept chanting Turner, Turner, turn around. And, and he turned around <laughs> and like the whole wall of fans just started waving at him. It was hilarious. And he started laughing. Um, really, really good kind of for his brand, we'll say, um, that game with that fan base. But, um, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see how that, uh, particularly the first goal in Canada, if that comes back on him or the center backs or the midfield or all of the above. So I think that this could be a very interesting one. I'm hoping there's a lot of activity um, on it because it's always more interesting when you do have that many uh, responders. So yeah, confidence index. It's good to have it back. Yeah, it is. It is definitely very good to have it back. It's good to have you on the show. As always, uh, the U.S. Men's National Team Confidence Index is up on The Athletic right now. Once again, the link is in the description for the show, which you can access from pretty much wherever you're listening. You just hit the show description and there's a link right there for you. Uh, The poll is open until 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday. So get your votes in quickly because we don't keep it open forever. It's meant to be a flash reaction. Jeff, thank you so much for braving the cold and braving the outdoors and going to the game for us and all the work you've done uh, tonight and also on the show. I'll let you go thaw out a little bit now. Yeah, I'm going to go get in a bath. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Have a good one, Jeff. Yeah, you too. The U.S. Men's National Team Fan Confidence Index will be linked in the show notes. Elsewhere in soccer news, Trinity Rodman has agreed to the largest contract in NWSL history for four years at $1.1 million with the Washington Spirit. The contract is notable not just for its dollar value, which is the biggest in NWSL history and length, but also because Rodman is just coming off her first pro season, albeit it was a fantastic one. She was the best player uh, for the Spirit as they won the NWSL championship. This show is produced by Mike Zimmerman with help from John Hayes. You can get ad-free versions of the show by subscribing to The Athletic, and you can get 33% off a year's subscription by going to theathletic.com slash soccer every day. Thank you so much for listening. If you were at that game in Minnesota, I hope you're warming up now. And regardless of where you are, happy soccer to you all. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.